Welcome to Brine Time, everybody. My name is Jeremiah Coughlin, and it's time for the Brine Pickles Baseball. Well, actually, Wild Wild West League Baseball. We are the uh, the official podcast of the Wild Wild West League now that the uh, well, the Pickles have been eliminated, and the West Coast League is over. The Corvallis Knights, as far as I know, win you know their their next championship. So I don't know. I quit. I quit paying attention, but. How's it going, everybody? My name is Jake Silverman. I am your co-host for this week. Great intro, and I'm happy to be here as always uh, as your former main host of this podcast for years. I'm glad to be coming back in an auxiliary role where I just kind of jump in where I feel fit. And (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) yeah, baby, we did it. Uh, Another season under the belt. I was not really a part of it. But no. I watched from afar, and I also knew Corvallis would win from afar. So, yeah, too bad there isn't any uh, odds on that. We could have, uh, yeah, could have cashed in. But yeah, our guest co-host for the week, my friend, former Pickles Brine Time guy, Jake Silverman. Welcome back to the program, Jake. Thanks for hey, being here. Hey. I assume this is the. Are you going to do one more of these to recap the championship? I was going to ask if my the final guest. No, yeah, so, we're going to okay. do one more. I got I got Joe in next week for one more. There you and, go. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put a bow on it. But for right now, how about a little pickle report? Let's jump right in, baby. So the pickles are done. The Corvallis Knights are the champs again, but still a lot of exciting wild wild West League uh, action out there, and we've had. Um, it's been fun, man. It's like a different it's a different vibe, the Wild Wild Wesley. You'll have to come out. I don't know about this week with the playoffs. I'm how doing it. Feel, he asked but... me to be there Sunday for the championship. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'll be there Sunday for the championship. Well, so he was like, Hey, come on out. We want you there for the championship game. Okay, great. So yeah. We'll be there together. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's it's like I don't know. It's just a different vibe, right? Because it's it's like a lot of uh community college players like uh un uh whatever you want to call it not undecided but under the radar mm, what do you call a college player that doesn't have a un, like non-committed or whatever you want to call it uncommitted that's what it that's the word i was looking for uncommitted oh, yeah so yeah i mean they're all like uh lower columbia community college yakima community college clackamas lewis clark um Right. You know, like directional schools, like there's not a lot of Pac-12 kids like West Coast League, right? Like it's just Lynn Benton Community College, Mount Hood Community College. Yeah. Right. So there's a, it's just sort of like a different vibe. There's a little bit more uh, fun, you know, like it's a little less serious. There's pick, you know, the pickle bot situation where, 
you know, there's a, a robot calling balls and strikes. And so that kind of, you know, changes a little bit of the vibe. And then, you know, just um, the the people there to see are like, there's some, you know, what you'd consider just like the casual fan, but a lot of it's family, a lot of moms and girlfriends, you know, like huh. it's just kind of a, kind of a different vibe out there. That's so, cool. Yeah, Wild Wild West League's been really fun so far, and and also we like I can do pretty much anything I want. Like there's no there's no like official, you know, Rob Nyer's not going to hear about it if we make fun of somebody. You know, I mean, it's just like well, and there's no umps to get mad, right? Right. I mean, there is an ump. There's been the umpire. Who's, okay. Who's he's an actual umpire, but he also works for the organization. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's a trained umpire. He knows the rules and everything. But right, but Pickle- he's in-house because it's just our league. It's not like right. a – right, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, we can we can do whatever we want. And sometimes Sammy umpires who was – he was part of the um, coaching staff this year. So there's a couple guys that – but it's been mostly Ben. And, yeah, I mean, as of right now, the playoffs are starting this weekend with the uh, Wild Bills are the number one seed – Gherkins are number two seed, Grey Wolves, then Rosebuds. So uh, starting Saturday, they'll do uh, one versus four, two versus three, classic uh, playoff format there. I got my money on the Wild Bills, man. I think they're I think they're good. They There's been highlights from all four teams. I mean, they've all had good games. At one point, you know, like the – I think the Grey Wolves took a – like an exhibition game from the pickles this year. I mean, there's been um, the Rosebuds have really good pitching and they have a couple, a couple great studs uniforms. too. They do have great uniforms. Big I really fans. like people love the wild bills uniforms and I like them too, but I can't stand their numbering. Cause you can't tell, like you can't see the net, like, Oh, the way it's on the back. Well, the way they're drawn. Oh, there's no curve to any of the numbers. So a three like starts here and goes like, you know, you oh, can see crazy. this on the podcast, but it what, just, how many games of the wild world Leslie have you been to this year? Have you been to any? Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I've been showing up like Saturdays for double headers. Oh, nice. And when the pickles were out of town um, and, you know, and that's the other thing about the wild wild West league is we have the wheel. We do the wheel uh, on the first, the fourth and the eighth innings. Um, where we add a rule to whether it's if somebody steals a base, they get two bases. Oh, uh, okay. We're so doing, okay. I didn't realize that. there was all, are they going to do that? They're not going to do that for the playoffs, are they? I'm, I don't know. I can't tell you. I, These I honestly, kids are like, just let us have a real game for once. They do sort of, yeah, there is an element of that where they so would like, like, they would like there to be an umpire and <laughs> no wheel. But hey, that's what they, you know, that's what they got involved in. That's that's the other part of it where it's like, well, if you don't, you know, I don't hear I don't hear the Cape Cod League calling, buddy. So this is where you're at. So play the game, Harvey. Right. This is a this is a real bull Durham situation. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think as the season's gone on. It's they've kind of accepted it and are having more fun with it. Kind of okay. in the beginning, they were like, "What is this?" Like we were doing games where we were spinning the wheel every inning, like that's too much. But 
three times a game is fun. They like make a they make an effigy of you, <laughs> burn it in center field. They're like, well, Dude. They, I mean, it's not me. They, uh, I'm just the guy who announces what happens. But at the same time, the wheel gives me an opportunity, right, where uh, to engage the fans. Where it's like, you know, we had we have little kids spin it, or right, you know, just right. whoever, like pe- drunk people on the party deck, or sure interns, whatever, right? Come spin the wheel, have a good time, you know, be a part of the game. Yeah, and that's that's been a fun thing to engage the fans. And then, you know, sometimes we rig the wheel if it's like, hey, let's uh, whatever's going to make this go faster. So, right. Uh, <laughs> let's move this along, baby. Yeah. Is there is there a thing that uh, every inning only has one out? And yeah, we drop it and we move on and we call it a day. Yeah, I get it. I mean, some of the well, you know, that game on Saturday was I think the final score was 15 to 14, bro. I saw that. I saw the highlight and it was like one on like a, what did it go to like a squib through third baseman or was it like a weird throw to home or something? I don't know. I saw it was like ended in a very odd fashion. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was a wild pitch. Oh, wild pitch. Right, right. Yeah. So so, yeah, dude basically stole home. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Gurks, the Gray Wolves, the Rosebuds and the Wild Bills, man, they're, uh, they're going to battle it out. Someone's going to win. And I hope, you know, I hope they make a big deal about it. You know, like whoever does bring it home. You know, I hope the kids, totally. and they, you know, they seem excited about it. So I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Playoffs. 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 Pickles, pickles, pickles. Pickles, pickles, pickles. Time now for Pickle of the Week. This week. This is this guy. He's my new favorite. He's not. He's not a pickle, but he was a gherkin for an inning. Uh, his name is Payson Manning. Payson Manning, who uh, you can't find anything on the internet about him because it'll just say, "Oh, did you mean to say Peyton Manning?" Guy's been buried by another famous P E Y, dude. And then I talked to his mom, and she's like, "Yeah, Peyton Manning wasn't really a thing when I named him, so you know, it's sort of it, that wasn't intentional." And it's like, well. This kid can be like 21 at the oldest. Peyton Manning was drafted in 1998. So, right. I mean, he, he's in, he just, I mean, yeah. Feel like maybe, Peyton Manning was a thing for your kid's mm, life. Yeah. Maybe you weren't aware of him. You should have gone with uh, Rybin Leaf or some sh- <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've been thinking about this all day. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, what if, what if you were, what if his name was, what if his name was Mo Montana? Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> Or Rhett Favre. Barry or- Rice over here. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, something. Give us something, baby. Dom Brady over here. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, okay. So, but we have a Payson on our hands. So, Payson. Yeah. And so, it, that's been a fun, like, that gets a laugh every time where I go, the lesser known Manning brother. Yeah. Who needs, who needs Cooper Manning when you've got Payson Manning? Right, right. Payson Manning got kicked out of the game the other night, so he got in a little, a little uh, dust up. There was so wait, what team does he play for? He's a Wild Bill, so it was the Gherkins Saturday night Gherkins versus the Wild Bills, and there was a little bit of an issue with a uh, he hit one, and the umpire Ben thought that it bounced off the plate, and so they called it a foul ball, and they reviewed it, and they stuck with the call. They said foul ball. Then they he, review you know, plays in the Wild Wild West League? Well, sort of, yeah. They just throw it up to the booth, and then, you know, like all the guys, basically the people who are running the Picklebot system, 
So Picklebot, you know, has to be, it's, you know, that's TrackMan, basically it's the, it's that system, but they have some, they have people that are watching it. So there's sort of an auxiliary. Right. Um, Umpire you know, crew. Yes. And so they'll throw things up to them for review. It happens. I don't know. It, I don't ever think it became like an official thing that was happening. It just people on down on the field started doing the headset motion and all of a sudden they would, you know, and so well, Pickle, Picklebot came back and said that it was a foul. Right. It's funny, though, that in some way they have a more advanced review system than the Pickles. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's interesting. So they said that it was a foul and Payson went back into the batter's box. And then I was about to say, who did he argue with? The, the robot? <laughs> no, Ben, the umpire. So then he hits a he hits a, a grounder. Gets out at first, and as he's like walking back to the dugout after being out at first, I guess he was just staring. They were staring each other down. Like you can kind of see it on the video, and I wasn't really paying that much attention. I think I was getting a hot dog, and I came back, and there was you know this whole thing going on. And umpire Ben, who's you know he's like a young kid, he's like the same age as these guys. He threw him out of the game, and so then that became a whole thing where power corrupts, bro. Power corrupts, right? But if he's the umpire, he's the umpire, right? Like he has to stand his ground when it comes to that, right? So like he can't be like, oh well, you can't throw me out, Ben. You know, but Ben, you know, Ben's the umpire, right? So it's like if if he can throw him out, he can throw him out. So right. He throws him out of the game. He leaves the, you know, the Wild Bills dugout. I see him. And then uh, in the eighth inning for the Gherkins, all of a sudden this guy (laughs) comes up to bat and no one's really paying attention. And I'm sitting next to Payson's mom in the stands. Yeah. And... They were calling about something else, and he's standing there in the batter's box, and he looks over, and no one has really noticed that it's him, and he waves. He's in a Gherkins uniform now, and he waves at his mom, and she was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize. And so everyone in, everyone that notices what's happening starts laughing. The umpire, Ben, didn't notice. The announcers didn't notice. Like, you know, he just has a random number on. They said, like, oh, now batting some random kid. But it was pace. <laughs> he pulled the old Bobby Valentine. He and, he like he did this all on his own. Uh, well, I think I think the management kind of like the managers of the team kind of coordinated and were okay. like, "Hey, let's let's get him back in the game." Like this is Wild Wild West League. We right. can do whatever we want. So put it and but he still had like the same pants and sock. You know, it was like let's put a Gherkins jersey on this kid, get him back, and then he hit a single and helped the Gherkins. Uh, come back and win. Wait, which is was Ben the umpire standing at first base still? Does he see when he gets to first? I, is he like, hey? I think when he passed him at second, he looked and noticed that it was him. I think, he, but it's like, what are you going to do at that point? Well, right, like, kick him back out of the also, game. Also, yeah, you're clearly your bosses wanted him in the game. So, <laughs> I just never, I've never seen anything like that. That's I was great. Pretty, I was pretty happy with it. It made for uh, for good comedy. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't blow him up or anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't want to uh, rock the boat as far as that goes. So I just let it happen. And then, yeah, when he got to second, I think uh, Ben the umpire was like, oh, that guy looks familiar. So, yeah. Pace and Manning for Pace that. Pace and Manning. Pickle of the week. What a tip of the yeah. cap. Pickle of the week. Wild Bill of the week and Gherkin of the week somehow. This guy is this a yeah. 
Triple crown winner over here. He's everything of the week. And uh, I screwed up because I don't. Do we have pickles? Do you have pickles? Nope. I don't have pickles either. So I guess we're not eating a pickle for pickle of the week this week. Hey, folks. This well, week's uh, brown know, time is brought to you by Crack really and Strength. Part of this. I Never heard like of them? You get a, well, crack you get a and Strength is the yeah. premier so strength we'll, uh, and conditioning facility in the we'll Portland area. They offer group the fitness yeah. classes. Advanced competitive we, and sports uh, specific training. <laughs> At Crack and Strength, you'll find a community uh, yeah, of fitness, I can eat, so knowledable staff, and the sport it. you yeah, need to successfully meet your so goals. No matter pickles. what level of fitness you're starting out at, uh, they're located well, in Tiger, Pace Oregon. And, and you can check them we, out at crackandstrength.com. Tip of the cap. Sure tell them the Brian Time tip Boys. Wild Bill. Wild Bill, baby. Pickle of the week. House Wine is a proud partner of Brian Time. Lovingly produced in Walla Walla, Washington by winemaker Hal Landvoit. For every case sold of their Rainbow Edition Sparkling Rosé, $2 is donated to the Human Rights Campaign. Thank you to House Wine for your support of Brine Time. Fear and Loathing in Tacoma is the newest podcast from comedian Jeremiah Coughlin, where he interviews rock stars, comedians, and generally interesting people about their psychedelic experiences new episodes every friday check it out on podcast republic itunes and everywhere you get your podcasts sometimes hilarious sometimes terrifying always interesting this is fear and loathing Well, yeah, this is our uh, segment inside the jar. We're joined today by Johnny Harvey. Never trust a man with two first names, uh, but here he is. Johnny, what's your official title with the Portland Pickles? Uh, my official title is operations manager, which is about as vague as you can get. Um, mm, that's how they get you. Yeah, that's how they yeah. get me. That way anything can, can't say no to anything, right? Right. It's your well, job. So, Colleen yeah. is Colleen is a director of operations, right? Yeah, I think that's right. And so when I was first hired on, I thought I was going to be pretty much under Colleen, kind of like an Adam or Henry role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it quickly turned into like intern manager. And, and I'm mainly like the game day operations. I think that's a little bit more clear. Um way to put it because then i oversee like the scripts and like the entertainment team with jeremiah and whoever's the pa and that's what blazer todd does that's blazer todd's role is the game day operations yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so that's pretty much what has morphed into a lot of you know promotional stuff just kind of putting everything together uh yeah johnny what 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 kind of line of work do you come from like how did you get into becoming a pickles Game day operations manager. I'm going to give you your new title so Alan can't <laughs> yeah. take advantage of you anymore. We're putting it on your business cards. Yeah. Appreciate that. If you want to make me my business card, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we were talking before, but I grew up in Tigard. I went to school at Twalton High School, and I've always really liked marketing and kind of business stuff. Went to Western Oregon University, got a degree in business and psychology. Um, so really, you know, entered, really wanted to go into the marketing world, really like that. The summer after my junior year in college, I interned with the Portland Pickles, which quickly turned into something really different because obviously 
COVID hit like right after I was hired or maybe even before. Um, and it's hard to say plans changed obviously, but I thank goodness that they were still planning on doing something. So they brought me in and I was a part of creating the wild wild west league in its first iteration. And so my entire summer consisted of going to Aurora, Oregon at North Marion high school and playing baseball. And those were like double headers every day. It was actually mm-hmm. in some ways a little bit more of a grind than this summer, but really enjoyed it. Um, I had a good experience and I went back to school to finish my senior year. And about the time when I was trying to figure out what I'm doing after I'm graduating, uh, I was talking to Ross and Colleen and, and they said uh, a position open that they think I'd be really good at. And we just started talking and I jumped back on about, May and got ready for the season. So this is my second summer with the Pickles. My first summer at Walker Stadium. But yeah, that's kind of what where I'm at right now, how I got here. So Great. were you an in were you an intern position last season or yeah. okay. Yeah. Yep. So they must have liked me as an intern. They brought me back. Yeah. Well and then yeah, that psychology degree probably comes in handy with dealing with the interns. You know, they're out there crying and <laughs> carrying on. Johnny's got a Johnny's got to get him on. <laughs> yeah, Let's get him on the couch, dig yes, in a little exactly. bit, find out what their uh, you know what their underlying issues are. <laughs> Crazy! You're one of the few people who gets a degree and immediately starts getting to use it. Yeah, I mean that's I I hope so. That was a lot of work um, to get those two degrees, but yeah, you know, it there when I was taking those classes in business and psychology. I thought there would be some overlap, but like there was, I would have psychology classes that would bring up like, this is what businesses do like in the workplace or in business classes. This is what we're learning about here is a literal psychology concept. So there's, I thought there'd be a good pairing. I wanted to push myself um, during my time at Western and and I think it's paid off and it it will in the future. Yeah. What do you see? So what do you see your, uh, your role with the pickles being? Are you going to stick around in what you're doing or what do you think? Um, undecided. Well, actually, yeah, my contract is actually only it it's up at the end of this summer. Right. Ooh, got them on a one year, got them on a one year deal. Free agent. Yeah. Huh? So, um, there's still more conversations to be had. Um, I think as of right now, I, I wouldn't, you know, moving on somewhere else, um, is probably the most likely thing. Um, I think I want to see, I still want to work in sports. I want to see Corvallis. what it's like to Corvallis nights. No, no, no. See what it's like to work for a winner. We got winners here. We're all winners here. <laughs> still under contract. You don't, don't point, put them in the spot. At some point, do you get boring to win five straight championships? Let's I don't just... think so. We'll never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We won't have that problem, bro. Yeah. <laughs> So ask us in 2026 if this is going to be a problem for us. <laughs> starts next year. Yeah, it starts next year, baby. Next year's our year. Pickles Dynasty. Yeah. So yeah. So moving on to a big organization, I'd always, you know, been always been like a big, you know, Blazers fan, for example. I want to stick around the area. So working for a team like that, or maybe another just sports company, um, Nike Adidas, obviously, would be great. So Getting, you know, different views of the sports industry, I think, is just be, be great for me. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm still open-minded. Yeah. 
Well, I think you're great at your job, man. You're uh, you're probably one of the easier people to deal with out there, and Thank you got a you got a good kind of level head about you. I know it can get kind of hectic out there. What do you feel like are kind of the biggest challenges in your role right now as the game day operations? Like, what, um, do, you, what well, do you dread? What do you dread about it, Johnny? Give us the dirt. I don't dread anything anymore. It <laughs> I wouldn't say it was the easiest summer. Um, I w- I had never been a manager before. Or at least officially. Oh, I had I people have, under you, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I might have like yeah. led by example or something, or at least trained other people, other jobs. But being, you know, a 22 year old fresh out of college, you just got to the pickles a month before, and then was tasked to manage people like my age, 19 to 23 year olds. Um, that was that took a lot of learning, and. I really thank everyone who was working with me and working for me for like weathering it out. Um, but it's been fun. I don't know. It's, as I look back on the summer, I, I, there were tough times. There were really fun times, but it's, it's, you know, it's all part, all part for the course and it made for really fun. It made for fun time. And I don't know, I wouldn't really change anything. Oh, this is your yearbook. You're writing in your yearbook yeah. right now. Stay cool. <laughs> Stay yep. cool. Don't change. Um, you're only 22. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. I w- yeah, you could be like 35 for how like mature and, and uh, chill you are. You're a good dude. How boring I am. Yeah. Where it's like, God, is this guy like 50? He, <laughs> he's, he's always offering me like hard candies and, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> ask me if I watch Matlock right. the night before, you know, like. Trying to. Ch- <laughs> Were you a baseball fan at all, or did you kind of fall into this as a sport that you weren't super familiar or into? I've always been a baseball fan. Um, basketball was my personal sport. It's the one I grew up playing and did the most. Um, and when I was in college, thinking of well, what I want to do in the summer, I got all these opportunities. Working baseball in the summer seemed like you know a great a great thing to do and. And so I just kind of looked at those opportunities, pickles. They, they were, yeah, they were, they were a good spot for me. And so that's, I don't, I don't know if I need to stay in baseball. Um, they got, it's an interesting season day, you know, back to back games every day, but um, yeah, I've always liked it. Yeah. Get it, get into football, man. Get those eight games. Right. <laughs> <laughs> blood and knee retire at 25 and move on with your life dude mm-hmm. start selling cars exactly there you go well we're gonna let you get out of here i appreciate you coming inside the jar johnny harvey uh yeah man it's been work it's been great working with you this summer and we got a couple couple more weekends left here well one more weekend and a couple more games and uh are you gonna go to mazatlan no, I don't think I'm going to Mazatlan. Um, I wouldn't. Not yeah, with those no, idiots. No plans yet. Yeah. What a disaster that's going to be. Hopefully they can, I mean, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. It, I'm, from what I've heard two years ago, it was a blast. So, Yeah, but like going. a Ross and Allen kind of blast, you know, like they have, they have a weird idea of fun, I think, compared to normal people. Well, yeah, maybe. They just got back from Guadalajara last week, so. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on Brian Time. I know Absolutely. you're. Uh, I know you're a big fan of it. You know you've listened to old times, mm-hmm. and uh, you're the best, man. Yeah. Anyone's yeah. listening? Come out to the last weekend of baseball in Portland, Wild Wild West League. Hell yeah! 
We're excited. Yeah, we'll Sunday night. Sunday night's the shit, man. It's going to be great. I got my money's on the wild bills. They're good. I mean, like I put a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the underground sports book that we're running. There's a lot. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, have a good rest of your day. I'll uh, I'll see you this weekend. All right, see man. See you Saturday. Peace. Take care, guys. Yep. Time now for Inside Inside Baseball. We've only got a couple more episodes this season that we're doing an Inside Inside Baseball. And then um, we got a special treat next week with uh, a little Mitflix, a little classic request from from Joe, the golden voice, Simons. But this week, since we, uh, you know, named Pace and Manning, Pickle of the Week, Wild Wild Wester of the League of the Week, we're... uh, we're going to talk a little bit about ejections. I found this uh, rookieroad.com, and it's uh, it's it's very cartoonish, very kindergarten explanation of in baseball an eject an ejection is the act of an umpire removing a player or coach from the game. There are a variety of actions that can cause an umpire to make an ejection. Once a player or coach is ejected, they cannot re-enter the game unless you play in the Wild Wild West League. Right in parentheses. And so, you know, it goes through unsportsmanlike conduct, umpire disagreements, physical contact, distractions, which is probably my favorite reason for being uh, ejected. He was being distracting. He's just too Uh, good looking out there. Yeah. I mean, leaving the dugout to argue with an umpire, returning to the game after. So he could have gotten ejected for being ejected. Yeah, that's wild. Returning to the game after being ejected. Look at that. Applying materials or substances. All right, we know about that this year. And intentionally delaying the game, which I think is a funny idea. Um, What is that? Under distractions, it says, position themselves in the batter's line of vision or intentionally distract the batter in some way. So you can get ejected for that. This goes back to uh, the pitcher wearing a white glove, remember? Yeah. Can't yeah, I feel it. like we talked a little bit about this in years past. Um, yeah, when we just went over kind of the general rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's uh, always interesting, like the actual act that will get you, you know, because, co- you know, especially managers, right? They argue and sometimes they just argue and everything's fine. And then you know that there's like a certain things that you can say or, you know. Well, these words. guys get to know each other, too. And right. so they know which buttons are like, you know, at the mm-hmm. at the pro level, like they're like, all right, well, we have this crew, this this series and this guy doesn't like X, Y, Z. Because, yeah, I mean, I I always love when the manager does the kick dirt at the ump. I just think that's like the funniest thing you could do to just another grown man. Like it's just like you're no matter like sports or not sports, you're a grown man in a baseball player's jersey that you don't play and you're like you're double the age of these guys at some on some points and you're just gonna like try to scuff up the the shoes of another it's such a funny like protest it's just like yeah well take some dirt you know it's just like all right dude like i it's just it's so funny to me that that is like been instilled in like this is a good way to get at an umpire dude is you throw a little dirt on his shoes 
Yeah. Well, when we had a we had a classic one this year with uh, Mark Magdaleno, Coach Mags. He got kicked out, and then he threw the umpire out. He he did the year out of here oh, to the umpire, yeah. which it, you know he ended up getting fined for, and it, you know his gum flew out of his mouth, and it's a great video with me narrating it in the background. Um, yeah, it was really that was really something. That's the first time I've ever seen uh, an umpire get ejected by a manager. Um, but yeah, I know that you know the the dirt kicking and all that stuff. I mean, that's usually once you're already out, right? So it's generally like, speaking, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that Justin Barkus was really good at using using phrasing and words to not, you know. So when you're when you're arguing with an umpire, you can't say you did this wrong, or you know, you can't point the finger at them. Cause that'll get you ejected. Right. And then obviously the language you use will definitely get you ejected, but it's about saying things in a way that's, that says like, Oh, I'm mad at this situation. I'm not mad at you. Right. And so it's basically couples therapy. Yeah. And it's like, you can't just say like, you screwed this up. You have to say no you statements. You have to say I statements. Yeah, exactly. See, you're, you're on it. Oh yeah. You've been been there. I've had some bad relationships. (laughs) You've been ejected a few Oh, a few I've been games. ejected, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just watching the way that they interact with these, you know, and especially, you know, umpires are probably the worst people on the planet. It, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a thankless job. It's hard to do. You're, you know, you're in a situation where you can't really, you know, no one's going to applaud an umpire for really anything. No, ever. the best you can get is being in completely invisible in a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Like the, you're the best job you could do is people go like, oh yeah, there was no bad calls. And then yeah. they're not going to be like, hell yeah, great job. Um, they're just gonna be like, that's how it should be. Exactly. So yeah, you can only go down. I found, I found this, uh, this website, baseball history comes alive.com. And this, uh, some this, grandpa made this in his basement. Yeah. Fun with baseball ejections is what the page is called. And there's a bunch of crap about people who have never been ejected. Yeah, so what? Boring. Right. Um, But then it gets into the most ejections by an umpire. uh, And then, which is like how many umpires have thrown people out the most. And then a few ejection odds and ends is the part that really cracked me up. So uh, number two, Eddie the Brat Stanky. First of all, this guy's name is Eddie Stanky, and then they gave him a nickname, yeah, The Brat. To break it up. Who was, quote unquote, a known umpire baiter. <laughs> Learned the trade from Leo the Lip Dorature, was ejected a total of 49 times, 27 as a player and 23 as a manager. So Eddie, hats off to Eddie The Brat Stanky. Yeah. Um, Connie Mack was ejected once from a game by umpire Hank O'Day. All right, great. Uh, Cal Ripken Sr. had a lot of ejections, 31 uh, total, 23 as a coach, which may be, which may be a record for coaches. Oh, I, I wonder if it's not as a manager, but as like a third base coach or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Frisch was once ejected from a game for bringing out an umbrella to protest the weather, which I think is very funny. Uh, 
He was ejected for after a call at first base when he faked fainting. So there's a bad call at first, and then he pretends to faint because the call's so bad. That that is comedy. Frankie Frisch. I mean, and then he does. You know, it's starting to drizzle, and they won't call the game or whatever. So he he goes out there in the field with an. I mean, that's a distraction. If you're These bringing guys an are umbrella, absolute psychos. That is hilarious. Um. John McGraw was ejected for "quote unquote" abusing Pirates owner Barney Dreyfus. Uh, now I don't agree with that. I feel like you should have some leeway with abusing a team owner. Yeah, yeah, you can't get kicked out for that. You're like you're rich. The owner's rich. You got to have a little, you know, something. We got to be able to do something at you. I like whoever put this list together. Also thought that it would be a good time to to include another time because he quote unquote told the umpire he should wear glasses. It's like telling him he's a grandpa, baby. I'm sure that was the first guy to ever do that. Right, right, right. So Leo Leo Duracher comes up again, and Earl Weaver were ejected from a pregame meeting. Which is funny. They were arguing a call from the day before. You know, they do that little meeting at home plate before the game where they talk about ground rules and blah, blah, blah. That's when you drop the the gloves at center before the pucks <laughs> drop. You know, you're yeah. just like, dude, we got to get this out of the way because I'm not going to yeah. be able to play today unless we just settle this. Yeah, during the national anthem, let's fight. Yeah. Uh, I just love that where it's like we're trying to, we're trying to have this meeting. We're trying to get right. this game started. And, and Leo's like – Hey man, you know, like um, that play at second yesterday. I mean, how do you miss that? Like, just how do you miss that? I like the idea that potentially both of them were teaming up on the same umpire. They're like, yeah, dude, you really got that wrong. You really sucked like yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even on the on the same team with this guy, and we both know just how bad you did. Yeah. Um, Earl Weaver was once ejected for piling dirt on second base. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Like how much dirt? I would love to like cover the base. Hopefully, that's a lot. I mean, how would you even get that much loose dirt? You'd have to take in a shovel out there. Uh, What's this? Charlie Geringer on the no ejection list, even though he was a sourpuss. All right, Grandpa. Well, thanks for throwing that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Come on. Who's Charlie Geringer? (laughs) He's a uh, actually a former Detroit Tiger. He's a very good player. Oh. I don't. Yeah, six-time All-Star, World Series champion in 1935. Pretty okay. decent stat line. Three. Yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. Three. Well, there you hit, go. Three twenty-two thousand eight hundred thirty-nine hits in that career, baby. Well, what is he such a sourpuss about? Must have been a sourpuss in. I don't know. I mean, it says it's impossible to find a photo of him smiling. That's true. Well, the Wikipedia, was- the Wikipedia, nicknamed the Mechanical Man. Oh, wow. A quiet man. Geringer had a reputation as quiet and unassuming. Oh, yeah. He is a sourpuss. Look at those pictures. Charlie said, this is something funny. Player manager Mickey Cochran joked that Charlie says hello on opening day, goodbye on closing day, and in between hits 350. That's a <laughs> that's a baller, bro. Yeah, he's that's got. a baller. He has no, uh, no time for your um, shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. No, no personality. Huh. Well, there yeah. you go. Char- yeah, we know. Yeah, inside, inside baseball, Charlie Gehringer. Yep. Uh, Bruce got Bruce got me going last week, and I tried to find more about it. I don't remember the, the name of the guy, but he was like, we should talk about this guy. He was a pitcher, but he was he threw, like, a bunch of perfect games, but also would, like, chase fire engines down the street. Like, the guy was basically, like, 
not very smart. I don't know how to say that in a politically correct way, but yeah, the guy had, the guy had issues and he's like, yeah, (laughs) he could throw a perfect game, but then also, you know, like (laughs) couldn't eat with a fork, you know, like (laughs) I gotta, we're going to find out more about that guy. I'm sure. And I I even, I even looked up and like, who are the dumbest guys, you know, like (laughs) who are the dumbest MLB players that are in the hall of fame? And, you know, I think like, it didn't give me a lot of a yeah. lot of real, uh, but they. I did. I did find a list of like the worst players ever. I was like, well, that's a rabbit hole that we don't need to go down. Right, there. right. Um. So yeah, that's your uh, that's your inside inside baseball about ejections, um, players coming back into games after being ejected is against the rules. You can't do that. Can't do that, baby. Charlie Gehringer, sourpuss. Yeah. I like I like the uh, the guy bringing the umbrella out though. That's definitely my favorite. Yeah, that's that's definitely a distraction. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. All right, close it up. Thank you as always to X Ray FM Marimba Mike for the intro music. Dusty Fox for the outro, baby. Still got it, baby. Still got it. You line it up. I hit it out of the freaking park, baby. You can follow along at brinetime underscore pod. Send any kind of suggestions you want for uh, at brinetime503 at gmail.com. Yeah, this weekend, uh, final, final weekend of the season, Wild Wild West League. I guess Jake will be there trying to take my job on Sunday. I was uh, asked personally by Johnny. He's like, "Yeah, it'd be fun if both of you guys were there for the championship game." Oh, there you go. So there you go. He texted me, and I said, "Sure, I'll come through." Well, great. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. It's been a while since we've tag right. team. You know, back we'll, again. we'll touch mics and we'll be like, "Let's have mm-hmm. some fun today, boys." Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I'll just uh, I'll just go sit down and eat hot dogs and let you do all the work. I've been, you know, this will be like my 65th game of the summer, bro. I can. Uh, I just like break down. I'm like, dude, I, I need some help out here. I have no idea what's going on. Who are these players? This mom is yelling at me. I don't know what we're doing. I've been here for one game. I was like, hey, dude, yeah. literally. Uh, yeah. So we did. Yeah. I think we're in the, I think we're in the mid fifties as far as games nice. over the summer. So very nice with, uh, with double headers and everything. So cool. yeah, I, it's been great. I've had a good time, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. Baby. Is Joe Simons going to be there for the championship game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he will. Ooh, sure. cool. That'll be fun. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a little we'll, crew. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. So come on out for the uh, championship weekend this weekend, Wild Wild West League. You never know what you'll see. Maybe somebody will, you know, take a run at Ben the umpire or me or Jake. Maybe or one of Simons. us will suit up because it doesn't matter who plays anymore, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Uh, I'll spin the wheel every inning. You'll be like, "Who's this beanstalk walking to the plate?" I'll just turn and I'll do a little wave. <laughs> I'll get hit by a pitch and be like, "This is really not what I wanted to do." So there is, there is one of the things on the wheel is redo an at bat, and so it one batter in the inning that it happens. If they spin the wheel, the batter gets you know like if they if they get right. out. The, the manager gets to decide. So it's usually they almost always do the third guy. Yeah. And then they redo that at bat. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if I was on the other team, 
I would just hit that guy every time. <laughs> I would I would throw it right between his numbers on his back and be like, there you go. That's your at-bat. You got to redo it. There you, you go, should've, baby. You should have just shut your mouth and gone right. to the dugout. Trot out over. Now you got a bruise on your ass. Put some dirt on it, baby. That's just me. But yeah. It hasn't happened yet. I'm hoping. Okay. All right, man. That's hey. it. Go, go Pickles. That's a little rough. We got, ah, we're you know, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Ooh, baby, that's hard to change. This is my job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland. Never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brian Time. Home of the pickles, Brian Time, Brian Time, that's the home of the pickles.